you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none podcast with me words and my neighbor the je mr dodi fayed on tonight's podcast we'll talk max homa's playoff victory over big tone we'll preview the first wgc event of the year with a special guest picker but obviously we have to start with the biggest story in golf tiger woods getting in a single car accident hi johnny uh words yeah. Uh, yeah hey first and foremost tiger is gonna be okay it looks like no life-threatening injuries when the news first broke yesterday it was pretty fucking scary you know i mean didn't quite know how well he was doing right uh it turns out he did fuck himself up very badly um compound fracture in his tibia fibia on one leg and i don't know if the same ankle was shattered but sounds like his foot and ankle were shattered uh both of them yeah it's it's not good and um obviously rory said it very well today in his presser you shouldn't even be concerned of when he'll be back at golf you need to be concerned of when he'll be back with his family doing shit and i hate talking about this on this show because it's somber and it makes me terrible the only thing i will say is it's a good thing that news came out today that looks like tiger's already innocent they are saying that no dui doesn't look like there's going to be any criminal charges Obviously, I think that if they did some blood work, they might find stuff in his system, but he's prescribed his stuff. It was 7 in the morning. It seemed like he wasn't fucked up, according to the guy that was first on scene. Yes. And everyone wanted to rush to judgment that maybe he was fucked up because of what happened last time he was in a wreck. So. Well, not to mention, like, Sunday, we were both watching live when he was on, and he looked in bad shape. He looked like you after 18 holes. <laughs> I mean, he was kind of slurring his words a little bit, getting a little loopy, and he looked like shit. So... Looked like he'd been on that Cali weed. <laughs> uh, but again, I, I don't want to say anything. Negative. I will say, though, I am a prophet. I, I don't know. For some fucking reason, I always thought something like this was going to happen to Tiger. I, I swear to God. Like, I don't know what it was, but, like, I had this fear that one day Tiger was going to be taken too soon from us. Just like Kobe. Morbid fuck. I, I literally, one of the words I wrote down is that I'm a morbid fuck, and I thought something <laughs> like this might happen. Just because... These t- larger than life like figures, you know, Kobe to just be taken that quickly and be gone. It just that can happen. Not everyone is, you know, Arnie dies when he's fucking damn near 90. You know, Jack Nicholas still seems to be in very, very good health. And for Tiger, for this to happen and potentially put his career in jeopardy, and it looks like it probably it. Who knows? Who knows? And again, who cares? I don't want to be that guy to speculate when his career is going to resume, but if we saw Tiger's last competitive rounds of golf, do you realize the last tournament he played in was with my man Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> so at least that's a good memory. and Passing you know, the torch. Now, if if Tiger can't do it, Charlie's going to have to step up and do it himself. <laughs> no pressure, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You only have a fucking legacy to live up to, kid. Uh, but again, more importantly, it's, it seems like Tiger is going to be all right as far as being able to live and survive this now time will tell as far as what that entails and how disabled he could potentially be and who knows if he'll even be on the golf course again i'm just glad glad tiger's all right and it's unfortunate that this happened of, of course you called into gravy in the sleeves today of course <laughs> yeah then you got on of course of course i did of course <laughs> our man je from okc <laughs> yeah I did. I basically, you know, they dedicated the show to Tiger, and I just kind of was like, Colt, how many guys has Tiger made an impact on? Like, come on. Hey, thanks for that softball, Jay. I'll take it from here, Sleaze. <laughs> well, yeah. you were you were real, you gave like kind of a real sappy 
story at first on t- what Tiger meant to you, though? Oh, I mean, I just kind of said, you know, hearing guys yesterday, like, you know, Tony Finau came out and basically was like, well, the 90s, I've said it before, the 97 Masters changed the course of my life. Like, it changed my life. I never, ever thought that someone like me could be a professional golfer and seeing uh, a oh. black man win. The, the oh, you're being Tony still. I was yeah, like, exactly. Wait. No, no, no. That's what Tony was saying. And so, but, but for me too, it's the same thing. Like I wasn't, I was, I had had a golf club in my hand and I liked golf, but like 97 was the turning point of when I fell in love with golf and it was all because of Tiger. And that's why I'm such a fucking big Tiger fan now. And I, th- I just hearing his peers on tour talking about that yesterday on the golf channel, I honestly think that 90% of the guys on the PGA Tour right now are there and were directly inspired to be there by Tiger, which says a lot. Um, yeah, he was an asshole and he did some fucked up shit, but like, does it take something like this for people to step back? I mean, Tiger was already on like the, oh man, he's changed over the last few years, you know? Like, the way he acts with fans, the way he acts with everything. Sure, yeah. But like, I don't know. I... I I hate to think that something like this like really puts it in perspective for everyone else how important the guy has been to the entire fucking game, much less cult- world culture. I mean, he's arguably the most recognizable face of anyone, much less any athlete, in my opinion. No, agreed, yeah. So I just, again, I know I told you that I—, I even We're I, sleeves like God. This guy's a real bitchy boy. No, I, I, Tiger. <laughs> no I, I, I didn't get, I didn't get that deep into it. But I just, you know, I told you yesterday. I don't think there's any way I could. Even me, I can't even find a way. I, I can joke about cancer. I can joke about AIDS, but I can't <laughs> joke about this. So not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's too soon. Give me some time. Well, his car's fucked. I mean, I've. You got to hand it to the guys at Genesis. You know, there's there's one sicko there that's like, oh god, this is a great pub for us and the safety of our vehicles. Yeah, see, if he wasn't in a Genesis, he'd be dead. <laughs> you talk about morbid. Like the the first thing I thought of was like, oh, Junior Sale, like Tiger fucking lost it and drove his fucking car off the road. Um, but that doesn't seem to be the case. He was just in a big hurry. Did you see the TMZ report that he, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was all pissed off and like somebody yeah, was like pulled his car around luggage. and they were loading luggage in front of Tiger. Can you imagine Tiger like laying on the horn behind like, hey, hurry the fuck up. He's <laughs> like, uh, the bellhop is yeah. fired. <laughs> yeah, bellhop, this is your fucking fault. <laughs> Every bellhop and uh, hotel employee from yesterday working that uh, arrivals and checkout uh, valet is is fired. Yeah. Let's at least, at least I fucking hope so. Let's release some names. <laughs> yeah, I want the knock list. <laughs> okay, but so there's nothing we need to look into further. You're thinking we don't need to uh, search the area for dead hookers or anything like that. I, I don't think so. Uh, I think that obviously people, and and of course Tiger has is beloved, and there's still that you know small fraction in my, of people, in my opinion, that still don't like him for whatever reason. Those people are fucking losers. Um, but those are the ones that I think want to sickly think that when they get these toxicology reports back that Ty, like are hoping that he was like fucked up on pills or something, which, fuck you, again. Well, I'm sure he is on pills. I mean, he's got, just had his fifth fucking back surgery. And, I mean, did you see him walking around at all, the Genesis? He still looks, looks he pretty was, stiff. Well, he's, yeah. And stoned. <laughs> yes, back injuries it's just debilitating as shit and you can't move at all so you would know uh, yeah whatever words i just want a little cheers to tiger's well-being to you uh hopefully wish him the best and i i pray to god that he makes a full recovery and i'd be too selfish to pray that he's going to make it back on the golf course but who would i be praying to anyway so (laughs) (laughs) cheers cheers i guess (laughs) Whew. all right what's Get off the heavy shit for a while, then. Thank you. Um, what else happened this week? Oh, Ted Cruz, senator from Texas, <laughs> got <laughs> caught jumping ship uh, after he lost power at his house, I guess. And you know, Texas was freezing over, and he and his wife flew to Cancun. And uh, I guess that she texted kind of a, a group of her girlfriends or whatever, and like they're she was saying, "Come on down to <laughs> so it's all the Ritz. There's plenty of room. We're having a fucking party." And, uh, you know, one of her neighbors screenshotted it and shared it with the world. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, 
that backfired on him badly, which was ironic that his neighbor fucked him, Johnny. <laughs> well, don't don't I know how that feels? Well, words I will say. Obviously, the the power and shit was crazy down there in Texas. Completely fucked up situation. Uh, we had similar shit up here. You know, last time we were here, we were it was basically about the snow. It had snowed already. I borrowed your snow shovel on Thursday. Uh, you what? <laughs> well, you let me remember. Oh yeah. I borrowed your snow shovel, and I swear to God, I could not get my car out of my garage for like. I mean, I couldn't get 20 feet in my fucking driveway. And so it was like, okay, I took my wife's car. I'm going to get the snow shovel from Words, and I'll shovel the driveway this afternoon. And sure enough, I did that. And now I swear to God, I'm going to be the next Jason Day. <laughs> like, my ba- my lower back <laughs> is fucking killing me, and it has been for the last six days. Welcome to the show, pal. I'll be like, Dash, help me! Dash, bring my donuts! But uh, I, I will say... it. it it's I kept for like three days. I was like, why do my arms and back hurt so bad? And then I was like, oh, yeah, it was from shoveling the goddamn driveway. I shoveled my 50-yard driveway. <laughs> and only the next day, you know, you asked for the shovel back. And I was like, oh, I'm sure Jenny was like probably almost slipped. And like she was like, Andrew, John shoveled his driveway. Why don't you shovel ours, goddammit? Only to find out that literally the snow melted in like two days. And all my hard work was for nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I shoveled for about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I was so pissed. <laughs> like, literally, that snow melted so fucking fast. And all of my, my back pain that potentially is going to jeopardize my golf career is all for fucking nothing. Mm. But I sure looked cool and like a good husband shoveling the driveway, though, huh? <laughs> Saw a couple neighbors drive by like, oh, look at him. Fucking idiot. <laughs> look, they hired a Mexican to do it. <laughs> I had my mask on. No. <laughs> But yeah, speaking of good neighbors, dude, when we were, we talked earlier on the phone, what the fuck did you eat for lunch? All I heard is you that you ordered the big plate, uh. <laughs> and then you said, wait, do I get three entrees with that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, words, what did you eat for lunch? Panda Express. <laughs> it was a mistake. <laughs> Maybe that's why you don't feel so hot right now. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I'm not on the Bryson DeChambeau uh, slimming thing quite yet. So is he slimming down now? Yeah, he's weighing at 230 now. Wow. So 250, yeah. <laughs> so you and him are probably neck and neck right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> After that lunch. Yeah. Just joking. Oh, yeah. Hey, just kidding, man. Fat fuck. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I thought that was, when I heard you place that order, I was like, I hope he's ordering for the whole family. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, oh, yeah, it's for Wheezy, of course. <laughs> no, it's it's for one guy. It's for one guy. It's like uh, savings or forgetting Sarah Marshall. No, no, no. It, just the table setting for one person. Yeah, I don't know why. It's kind of weird. <laughs> just like that, Johnny. All right, Johnny, let's take it on out to Riviera where your boy Max Homa outlasted my pick, Big Tony, in a playoff to get his second PGA Tour win after a real shaky putt on 18. Hey, I will say... <laughs> I had a bad feeling about that putt. The guys I was with, I was with uh, two guys in the league. I was with Tom and Evan watching that back nine. I had several beers. Actually, I was only there for, I think, eight of the nine holes, but somehow I still managed to drink like nine beers while I was there. But um, when he hits the shot, when Homa hits the, the fucking just dart in there, on he hits a fucking perfect drive, perfect second shot, three three feet. I don't even think it was three feet. It, it was literally <laughs> so good he started laughing. yeah. And, and so th- they're like, oh, my God, J.E., you fucking did it, motherfucker. Because they knew I was on home. Evan was on uh, Finau, so it was like kind of rooting interests uh, against each other. And so like, you fucking bastard, you did it, J.E. And I was like, that putt's not in the hole yet. Uh, and sure enough, a little nervy. I mean, I, I from what I heard Max say, he thought he hit a good putt and it just broke more than he thought. And that's what his caddy told him after the fact, too. But that, I've heard nerve. him say two different stories, <laughs> okay. and I've also heard him say, "Yeah, I choked on that one. I just, I, I was nervous, and as you should be when you got a three footer to win the golf tournament that, you know, breaks six or seven inches." Words I've never once claimed to be like great under pressure, but even then, I was like, "Fuck, I would have made that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, after nine beers, I bet you said some yeah. other shit too. Ah, you <laughs> but no, I, I was. Certain Tony was going to take it down after the playoff, not just because you know Homa did that on 18, but after the fact, like before they hit their playoff hall, he's on his fucking phone. Like it looks like he's checking Twitter. I'm like, dude, don't check Twitter. You're getting eviscerated right now. Mm. Don't do that. 
Um, but then he pulls his pulls that shot on the short par four tenth, and is looks like he's stymied up against a tree, and hits the miracle shot. Um, gets in two putts from there. Tony misses his putt, and then. Um, well, words we're we're on the same text chain where guys on the chain, and I know that you had Finau, and you were probably thinking the same thing. But before that shot was even hit by Homa on ten from the tree, we've got guys on the thread that are like, "Wow, I finally picked a winner with Finau." You know, I'm just like, yeah, totally "Motherfucker, this me. shit is not over." Yeah. Like this you shit know, is I not didn't over. Say shit. Exactly, exactly. And so that that's the thing. It's like, I think everyone, including myself, you know from the get-go when you first walk up to the ball, it's like, oh, he's fucked. But he ends up hitting just like a closed face, like hooded little punch wedge to like 10 feet. It was remarkable. It was incredible. And he was barely outside of Tony's ball. And so, you know, Tony had a good chance to win. And, uh, you know, they both just make par there. And it was just funny because it, it, so many people just assumed that he was fucked. But when he actually probably should have made birdie, you know? Yeah, they both definitely had um... – you know, makeable birdie putts, and they both kind of touched the lippy. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it done though, and then Tony hits it in the bunker. Can't get it up and down from there, and ruined my life. The rest is history. No, that was where uh, obviously you got to question how Tony can can try to. I don't know if he was trying to be that aggressive or just got nervous and pulled it a little bit. But for both guys to be left of the flag there, <laughs> that, that those are aggressive fucking lines. I think everybody was playing that basically to the middle of the green, and once Tony was in the bunker. All Max really had to do was hit the green. He had a pretty goddamn good chance of winning, and that's what happened. So, yeah. Poor Tony, though. Fuck. I mean, everyone has seen the numbers of his top tens and top fives since his last win four or five years ago. And, um, but God, he he was as graceful as he always is uh, after when, you know, and he stuck around for the interviews and stuff. And, you know, he's playing incredible, incredible golf. And I, uh, I think we're all kind of on the same page where he gets one of these under his belt. He, I think he's going to rattle off a few more. Well, and, and the other thing too, you know, obviously I think he handles everything he does. Absolute class act, Tony Finau. But, you know, there, there's a stigma about him that he can't close. And I don't think that it's he, that he can't. He just hasn't. I mean, he shot 64. He Bogey-free 64 on Sunday. He had one bogey. Oh, Homa, that's right. That's right. Bogey that's free. right. One bogey. But still, 64. Incredible golf, yes. Low round of the day. He can't, and I think he said it himself to Dottie Pepper after he had to watch Max Oma do like a, you know, oh, Max, you won. What do you think? Okay, now let's go see what the loser Tony has to say. <laughs> and, you know, he, he said, you know, I, I can't be down on myself for shooting 64 on Sunday Yeah, and, and getting into a playoff, you know. He's close. Oh, he's, he's very close. And, and, again, you said it very well. Once he wins, I think the floodgates are going to open, just like we've said the same about DJ now that he's got his second major. It, those mean, are coming too. Tony is up top of the list on like what you can do with a golf ball like with DJ. He is right there, in my opinion. Um, you know, Sometimes his putter can get a little, a little loose, but, I mean, he is a freak athlete. Well, He's got hands that he, he could slap you and break your neck. Well, and the other thing too, you know, his last four appearances, obviously we know one of them was in Saudi – all he's done is finish fourth and then three consecutive second-place finishes. Yeah. So, um, and again, I know you said the thing about all the times that he has finished second. Since his last win, I think he's won something like it, between 17 and $19 million since his last win without a winning check. So I don't I think be, you can feel too sorry for the guy. Yeah, I could be pretty fucking graceful with $17 million. <laughs> I agree. Um, uh, what else? Um well, I, Thursday and Friday, it was all about Sam Burns, who set oh yeah. a 36-hole scoring record and on a tournament that's been played at the same spot since the 20s. That's pretty sweet. And to be honest, you know, I think everybody, when a guy gets out to a lead like that, it's easy to root against a guy like that. But for whatever reason, I couldn't I, – I, it was hard to root against Sam Burns. You felt like he's a likable kid. You didn't want to see him crash and burn. But Burns sure <laughs> did crash and burn, didn't he? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was definitely uh, kind of rooting for him. Also, he kind of got a bad break. You know, Saturday they had the four-hour delay. He wasn't able to finish. Didn't play that well. It was really tough conditions. And then, so he had to get up really early Sunday morning. And he had three bogeys in like five holes or something like that. Um, but then, credit to him, his first nine on Sunday he has four birdies and zero bogeys. And I'm like, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna get this done. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of, it came unwound for him on the back. DJ playing like shit rubbed off on him, I guess. Yeah. And, 
it was funny too, you know, the other guy that was kind of in the picture that just seems to always be around when they're, they're playing these firm, fast, tough golf courses, the Australian with the mullet, Cameron Smith. <laughs> Cam- How about that? He definitely had a that gave that mullet some steroids. Yeah, he did. Well, he shaved the sides, kind of the avatar look, and it. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a white trash Olsey look now, my mate. <laughs> Words, you should be Cameron Smith for Halloween. Cam Smith looks like fresh out of the methadone clinic, <laughs> my man. Well, in his caddy too, the Crunchy Pete look alike. He does look like Crunchy Pete. <laughs> yeah, we we mentioned that after the Masters. I bet Crunchy Pete wishes he could get on Cam Smith's bag. Instead of old Keith. Don't call me Pete. Uh, I loved when, I guess it was Faldo, he was like, you know, uh, talking about Cameron Smith, you know, he, he tells me that his uh, mother and, and girlfriend hate his hairdo, but the mates love it. <laughs> <laughs> My mates love it, you know. <laughs> it might have been Ian Baker Finch that said that. but um, Other than that, man, Fitzpatrick. Laid an egg in the final group, which I always love seeing, especially after his bitchy comments about, you know, anyone can do what Bryson's doing. You just got to do it. Yeah. So I always <laughs> like seeing uh, him play like shit. You know, Matt Matt Fitzpatrick is like the typical guy that's that's built like me, but like fat, like kind of chubby, like big stomach, like probably hadn't worked out a day in his life. Yeah. Like you and Fifel Mouskowitz. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm not I'm not fat like him. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you're svelte. Hey, big shout out to a couple guys though that top ten this week. One of them, the man from Norway, Victor. <laughs> Victor played well, the ball striker. Yeah, absolutely. He played really well on Sunday too. Uh, made a big move. Um, who else? Wyndham Clark, my guy. Wyndham Clark with a T eight. He played well all all week. Unfortunately, the week, uh, Saturday is what got to him too. A seventy three bumped him. You know, still T eight, but uh, I was I was happy to see Wyndham Clark hanging around your pick from last week Zalatoris he played well um kind of going with the trend I mean if not for Max Homa I mean you had Rory who missed the cut and who else did you have I had uh Patrick Cantlay who I think kind of we both had Cantlay that was just a weak weekend for him yeah and he played he got off to a really well a really well a really good start on uh Friday or uh, Thursday and Friday but he faded who who else oh Ricky made a cut and he top twenty. Oh, good for him! And uh, pretty good timing too. He's releasing his signature club for uh, Cobra this week. And you know, if he keeps playing like shit, he may want to reconsider like playing the like the iciest, butteriest blades on the market right now. Those things look like they're absolutely impossible to hit. I think he looks like he may be a Strixon man. Oh God! Get you some <laughs> frying pans out there. It <laughs> opens up a world, a whole new world for you. Speaking of Cobra, Bryson's new commercial kills me. It's like, but. What if you could do both? What if you could have a driver head that could do both? Speed, unlike any other. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Jordan Spieth's in there at T15 as well. He continues his hot play. Yep. I'm too big of a bitchy boy to get on him, but uh, he's not in the turn field this week, is he? He's not. Whoa. Um, he's not, words. Who else? Okay. Taylor Gooch was in there at the T12, so another guy that we like to cheer for. Absolutely. Playing with Max Homa on Sunday. Midwest City boy. He always plays well at Riviera, doesn't he? Or seems to. Who was this, Tyler McClunkle? Oh, McCumber. Yeah, McCumber. The He's goat. just jacked and tatted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Matt Every's like, hey, that's my shtick. I have the <laughs> tattoos, man. Fuck. Yeah, remember, was it, was it Friday we were up there? Yeah. Words and I... <laughs> Words had been so cooped up after all the snow that he called me at 8.15 on Friday morning. He was like, can we please go play Golden Tee as soon as you're done working? I've got to do something. (laughs) So Words and I had a marathon afternoon playing Golden Tee and watching golf. But I get my first look at Tyler McCumber, and I'm like, God, he's got a really jacked back. (laughs) His back looks good. Oh, God. And then, then we see, like, his little sleeve that he's got. But did you know that uh, apparently before the Tuesday before the tournament, he like slammed his finger in a window at his hotel and literally had to have like a procedure to have his part of his fingernail removed. Yeah, that had like a accident while getting high <laughs> written all over it. Like, what really happened there, Tyler? Come on, man. <laughs> well, it, it, that's funny because supposedly slamming a window trying to crack it so I could blow the smoke out. Supposedly, he like when he's not playing, he likes to travel, have fun. Like, he'll randomly just go to a fucking surf town and surf. Like, he is a fucking... He's out there. He's a cool dude. Um, But, you know, it it sounded like maybe he was stoned and maybe he did shut his finger. (laughs) Hey, it happens to the best of us. Uh, 
I'm trying to even. Oh, Tyler McCumber, Jesus! After being off to a fucking hot start, he yeah, goes he seventy-seven, seventy-four for a T fifty-two. Uh, Kucher, I don't even know what he did this week, but there's a new dick pic of him going around. Uh, did you see that? Oh, of course I did. Was that the pro am? I sure <laughs> did. Yeah, doing no. his best Greg Norman impersonation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except he looked like fucking. Doesn't that just reek of his agent's move? Like, he, people just can't help themselves when it comes to a dick pic. It's kind of like, would a porn help or hurt his career? Like, everyone hates on Kucher right now because he's such a fucking penny... Cheap uh, bastard. Yeah, thank you. Uh. Yeah, who was, who was he in that picture with? It was somebody famous. I don't know. Maybe we can post it on our Instagram. Yeah, it was somebody famous. But yeah, Cooch, I would absolutely... I'd probably kill myself if Matt Kuchar ever made a sex tape. So that would hurt his <laughs> career, and it would definitely hurt mine. All right, so other things I have. Adam Scott and his diarrhea sweaters are just so fucking awful. Um, really bad. Sebastian Munoz with the flex seal. Respect. John Rom. He is, uh, I think he's kind of struggling a little bit with the new equipment. Someone needs to give him his old spider putter back because he, he hasn't found it with the two-ball odyssey. Sorry, Fields. I will say... I see. I see what you're saying there. He didn't win. He finished T five. I, I mean, sixty six on Sunday. I don't. Know. I guess I've just seen him miss some, you know, five six footers that he typically doesn't miss. I guess or used to. Yeah. the The shoes. The, the shoes are the one thing. I mean, I think he's wearing Jordans out there or something. But it looks like he's wearing those like sneaker looking house shoes that you used to get like for like five dollars <laughs> at Gadzooks at the mall. It just looks. His foot is as wide as it, as it is long, so yeah. it just looks kind of funny with the tongue actually. Well, his long and wide foot is exactly why Kelly fell in love with him so many years ago. <laughs> Kelly, she plays tennis at ASU. Was it tennis or was it track? It was one of them. She's, she's a little too busty for track. If you know what I mean, man. <laughs> it's hard running with two anchors strapped to you. All right, well, let's take a look at the BLC leaderboard. Yeah, so words this past week. Uh, William Burglar. Finishes first place. His team name is WB. How creative. Uh, the only guy to crack the $2 million mark. In second place, Chad Franz fans. Um, he was just short of $2 million, along with a few other guys. The Swinging Peets, Jeremy Allman, uh, Dunford, J.D. Dunford there, and T. Wolf, a longtime lead player there, rounding out the group tied for fourth. There's a two-way tied for sixth. Only English with an ace. She had Cantlay, Homa, and Adam Scott. Carl's bad D. Daryl's back, damn it. That son of a bitch is here to take all our money again. Michael Gray, M. Gray, jumping into the top 10 this week, tied for eight. Fleming's hybrid, a staple in this league. Bart Shelley there, tied eighth. Uh, and rounding out the top 10, you've got Grip It and Rip It. And myself, Dodie Fade, right there, at number 10. Oh, well, good. Yeah! Well, good for you. Words, you weren't too far back. You finished 18th. Um, again, the difference there, uh, we both were on Cantlay. I had McElroy who shit down his leg. You had Shoffley who actually finished kind of a backdoor good good little T15, I believe. Yeah, so you finished 18th with uh, 1.3 million. I was at 1.8, so got to re- remind you of that. Um, but our special guest picker last week, the Dallas Sooners, Dane Covey, finishes tied for 46. Big miss with DeChambeau really fucking over a lot of people. The DeChambeau and JT missing the cut. Had to hurt. And Rory. And Rory. And special shout-out to our boy Caldwell. He sent a DM. He had Rory, JT, and McElroy last week. Oh. Zero dollars on those three picks. Ouch. Shiver me timbers. So, as far as the overall standings have changed, it seems like this top ten changes every week. But there's one guy who's still at number one, Trevor Randall, Market 8 dude. Uh, up one spot, Brian Shones is back inside the top three. Up eight spots, only English with an eight. Number three, my sister, Evan English. Rescue Squad, William Payne holds tight at number four. Billy Parker down three spots to number five. Up 14 spots, my guy, Evan Mahaffey, shooter at number six. J.D. Dunford after a hot week at number seven. Vegas Dave Harper Ward at eight, up seven spots. Matt Risen is in the top ten at number nine. And LBBCRR, Ryan Regan is at number ten. Rounding it out. Words, you and I both did make significant jumps. I jumped 38 spots. I'm back inside the top 30. I'm at number 27. And you jumped 28 spots. You're inside the top 60 at number 58. So we're heading in the right direction, Words. It's a lot better than being at the fucking tail end of it like we were last year. I'm going to catch you, motherfucker. 
So I'm excited. I'm excited to break down this week, baby. Yes, and congrats to all those who picked Homo. Well done, including you, dickhead. Thanks. All right, Gianni, nice rundown. Let's take it over to Florida, the beginning of the Florida swing where they're having the first WGC event of the year. Typically, it's played in Mexico City, but because of COVID, they're playing it at the Concession Golf Club, co-designed by Jack Nicklaus and Tony Jacklin. Every time I hear the name Tony Jacklin, I think of Back to the Future. Now we can watch Jackie Gleason. <laughs> you know, the was, is, is Tony Jacklin really a part designer of this? Because I just thought the name of it came from literally Jack Nicholas conceding the putt to, to Tony to, to Tony Jacklin to tie the thing. Yeah, I may have made that up. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I definitely know it's Jack, of course. Are you sure? <laughs> Did Jack Nicholas even design this shit? We don't fact check. <laughs> Never have, bitch. Um, yeah. You know, that's so ironic, though, because we were going to have William Burglar on to uh, to be the guest picker, but he was unavailable because of scheduling conflicts. But the concession is, like, exactly what happened to me and him in the Maxwell Cup. Like, I was up I was up four holes and had him dormy on 15, and I basically, I basically, you know, said, okay, let's just walk. Let's tie. Let's tie. So I, I three-putted the next two, blocked my shot on 17, and hit a fucking tree on 18. I was like, hey. We, I don't want to embarrass you here, yeah. William. Come on, if you, you have, lo- I know your son. He, he'll never look at you the same. Let's just call it a good tie. Yeah, if you lost to words, like Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you really kill yourself, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, thanks for joining us, asshole. We're having a guest picker, though. Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> joining us now is our special guest picker. She's in the league. I don't even want to say her team name, but I guess I will. It's only English with an ace. My sister. Partner of OpolisClothing.com. Evan, how you doing? I'm good. And if we want to review that name a couple of times, we can. I don't feel like it gets the true glory it deserves. Welcome to the show, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Words. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Hey, real quick. How tiny is J.E.'s dick? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's something I truly hope to never comment on. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted, no to get it, I wanted to get it weird quickly. So. Hey, hey, show. You ever been to Shanghai before? <laughs> There's plenty of people to comment on how small it is, so I'll stay out of that group. <laughs> plenty of <Yeah>. dudes. <laughs> plenty of dudes. <laughs> yeah, by the way, yeah, Evan has an ace. She likes to rub it in. It was like on a fucking 80-yard hole. Like, Oh, motherfucker, <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, right. It was maybe the greatest day of all time. Which, by the way, I do remember getting the phone call, and she's like, "You'll never believe this. I just hit a hole in one." I'm like, ha, ha, ha. "Congrats!" No, your exact words were, "I'm gonna fucking kill myself." And then every that does time, sound I'm like him. A, every time I'm on a par three with he or Zach, they're like, "If you fucking make this, I'm quitting golf today, selling everything I own." Yeah, we haven't done that yet, though. So, all right, uh, we're we're going to the concessions golf club there in Bradenton Florida we got some featured groups we got a fucking Percy ass field right 10.5 million is that what it is 10.5 million and, and I believe no cuts 1.8 maybe everyone but two in the top 20 in the world so yeah it's the best field so far this season and the Perciest field so far this season there we go so you know the drill Evan we're gonna go over the featured groups if we're on one of your guys tell us you're on them and tell them why you like them so uh the very first group some big swinging dicks who might get a fist fight out of this one. You got the man with the golden nose, Dustin Johnson. He's playing with Brooks Kepka and Daniel Biggie. Biggie. So. All right. You know I'm on the man with the golden nose. I, I've been saving him, and I'm using him now. I feel like a lot of people were on him, maybe wasted a nice little DJ pick. I've, I will tell you now. Nobody that I picked this week have I picked yet. So I've been saving them for this. That's good. And he's my first pick. It's a good one. It's a big, hard golf course. And, um, yeah, he typically plays well anywhere. So there you go. And he's won six WGCs before. And that's why I'm on him too, Words. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm taking the man with the golden nose this week. Wow. Give me the $1.8 million. <laughs> oh. And I will, I will waste my pick on DJ for $1.8 I'm on the man with the golden nose too. I love it. Okay, good pick. And I'll tell you, Brooks, Brooks was awfully tempting. I think Brooks could be like kind of the dark horse in that group because, one, it's like a golf course that he can pound around to. 
Um, but also, you know, Jenna was there with him in LA last week. And so, you know, he was just annoyed as fuck. She was probably like, Oh my God, Brooks, look over there. That's where I used to live when I was an actress out here in LA. Brooks, Brooks, Brooks. <laughs> and so now I think that he's back in Florida and he can like, okay, you're going back to Orlando. Just stay there. I'm going to be up here. Yeah, bitch. Oh, fuck. I'm so bored. <laughs> he can get some strange and play good golf. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I love it. Um, in words, I mean, Daniel Berger, uh, arguably, you know, he won his last event he played in. So he did. Heading back home that, to Florida. That was a weak ass field. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm not on any of them. Okay. Well, oh. I like that. Uh, I, I do think you're right, Evan. I think a lot of people came out hot, picked DJ there in Maui. A lot of people picked him last week. He was the most picked guy at uh, Riviera. So as I like to say on the show, we might get him at a discount this week, but we'll see. Probably not. <laughs> uh, the next featured group, another, I mean, everyone playing this tournament's a heavy hitter, but this one is three guys, two of them that missed the cut last week are playing with the champion from last week. You've got Rory McIlroy playing with Justin Thomas and the third guy, the, the winner from last week in LA, Max Homa. Ooh, Max Homa's like, oh, I don't know if I belong in this group now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what I did, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm shading everyone in this group. Rory is still kind of searching for it. He really needs fans to get back quickly. Uh, Max, Max went out with Colt after, after his victory last week, and so I think he's probably still shaking off some of that shit. And um, who was the third? Uh, Justin, JT. Who? yeah, he, he was damn near last place last week. So yeah, I'm- you know, and, and I think that I brought this up, you know, after missing the cut, JT has notoriously played well, but he's already missed a couple cuts and it's like this year, you know, so it's kind of crazy. And, you know, after his, his granddad croaked a few weeks ago, I just don't think he's gotten it back, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I was going to say that. I also shaded everyone in this group. Because whether it's between his word that we shall not say controversy or his fucking grandpa croaking, he can't seem to manage to get his shit together. And I want no part of anybody in this group. And Rory, you don't come back from that and just play well. I think a lot of people are going to be on him, but I don't think it's going anywhere near where anybody hopes it does. Hey, that's that's why it's Rory McIlroy, and he's probably going to win this week because I'm not on him. Uh, But I swear (laughs) to God – this is the exact type of situation where I fade Rory this week and he probably goes and wins and, and because he can fucking turn it right back on because he's the fucking an anomaly back home in Florida. <laughs> uh, but the other thing too, Max Homa left yesterday morning because he flew from LA to Scottsdale just to basically party Sunday night with his boys. Uh, I heard him say, you know, he was proud of the way his two wins both times on Saturday when he won the at Quail Hollow, uh, the Wells Fargo. On the Saturday of that round, he played with Rory when Rory was really in his prime, kind of. You know, I, obviously Rory's been in his fucking prime for a long time, but then he plays with DJ on Saturday this year. So winning in two fields like that, I think, did a lot for his uh, confidence. And like you said, the second win always validates whether or not the fucking first one was a fluke. Yeah, we actually didn't sit, like, talk about how we played, but he, he was hitting incredible golf shots. He was. He's an incredible iron player. He was. I, I agree. But you don't, he's not – here's my thing, and this may sound shitty, but he's not good enough to win two weeks in a row with yep. that kind of competition. Agreed. Uh, hey, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, so, yeah, I'm fading everybody as well. Uh, the third group, though, where this is, this is an interesting group here. You've got Patrick Reed and Patrick, Patrick Reed. <laughs> Patrick Reed, oh, Patrick Reed. And he's playing with the man from Norway. Fresh off a top five finish, Victor. And the third guy, the guy who won the NCAA championship here and missed the cut badly last week, Bryson DeChambeau. Bitchy Bryson. I am on Bryson and Victor. Oh, the man. You're trying to cuck me with the man from Norway. Go get yourself (laughs) up there, lad. I, uh, all right. I'm on, I'm on the man from Norway only because there's nothing that makes anyone happier than fucking you with your own picks. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you going to pick Wyndham Clark next week? You bitch. Uh, Maybe. Uh, this is actually a real stat. The only reason I picked burger the week I picked burger was because he fucked you so bad the week before that I knew he would perform. <laughs> You know, you know how the game is played, Evan. Are you on? Have you picked? You picked two straight winners. Two that, straight winners. Oh, that's good. Uh, and here's here's the better stat that I'm amped about. I have yet to pick a guy who misses the cut. No, oh, you're fucked now. Every hey, 
yeah, yeah, everyone's missing <laughs> the cut this, this week. week. <laughs> Not this week. No. Uh, I will say I thought pretty long and hard about old Patrick Reed. It just for him to reel off another win after winning, you know, a few weeks ago. I just don't, I don't see it happening. But if anybody can do it, it's this motherfucker. Absolutely. And as he said, he won at Tory, really hard golf course, and he really didn't have his like A A plus game. He was just scrambling like he can. And uh, so yeah, I'm I'm savoring the flavor on Patrick Reed maybe for segment three. So I, I will say they, they, they don't know much. A lot of the guys haven't even played this golf course. Well, I don't know much. I don't know much. Uh, a lot of guys haven't even played this golf course, but from what I understand, the greens are fucking firm and fast and the air, like the chipping areas, it's going to be pretty tough around the greens. And obviously, like you just said, a guy like Patrick Reed has probably one of the best short games, one of the best chippers of the, in the game. It suits his game for sure. So I definitely see Patrick Reed contending, but just like any time I pick him, he'll probably if I would have picked him, he would have fucked up. So right, right, right. So words, you're on, you're on Victor and Bryson. Evan, you're on Bryson. So uh, the last. No, 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 no. I hate Bryson. Oh, you're on Victor. Sorry, you're on Victor. I I think Bryson blows up again. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, as much as I hate to say it, the last time we were at somewhere he won, he came in fiftieth for the BMW. After winning USAM there. So I feel like we're going there again. He's blowing up and words. I love you, but I hate this pick. Okay. That's, okay. Well, <laughs> well I guess you backing it up with stats. And like, shit. <laughs> you, don't, you don't listen to the fucking show. <laughs> so I, He's I'll just say, fat and sloppy and fat and sloppy is never something I can get behind. Well, that you're talking to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the last feature group, and again, all these guys are fucking big swingers. John Rahm, the number two player in the world. Hideki, Matsuyama, and Tony Finau. I'm on Big Tony. Oh. Oh, my God, words. Me too. I'm, I'm riding. <laughs> I'm going to keep on riding them. So it's my fourth pick. You've already Reed. burned your Tony yeah. pick. My I last love it. one, and I'm going to get the fucking winner. I want <laughs> to be on a Tony winner so badly for the past two okay. years. Okay. You know, Tony's been one of my boys, John. He has. He has. I've gotten a lot I, of second place picks with him, and this is the week he gets it done. He, what second again? I, <laughs> Probably. I, here's the thing. Here's what I thought about. Even if he fucking comes in second, the cash at second is still so substantial that if he pulls off anywhere close to what he's pulled off for the last four starts, I'm happy with it. And he gets me money, and it keeps me where I want to be. And ever since he lost to Pat Perez, I've been cheering for this motherfucker. So... <laughs> Or Mike Perez, whoever Mike the fuck Pre- you Oh, it was the big break. Mike, Mike Perez. Perez, yes. Mike Perez. I've been fucking cheering for this guy. I wish Gipper was on his bag from Big Break, <laughs> but he's not. But I am here for Tony, and I he was the only guy, including every big guy, that I burned all my picks on before the end of segment three. So this is my first Tony pick, and I'm, I'm going in hard on Tony. Well, good, nice. good for you. Good I for wanted you. to. <laughs> But I didn't have any money. So uh, <laughs> I, I do think Tony's a good pick. Here's what I'll say. Tony's going to make history this week. He's going to be the first guy to miss the cut in a no-cut <laughs> no event. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, no, it's, it's a good pick, and, and obviously he's as good as anybody in the world right now. I'm, I'm going with the Paul Casey treatment. He's played a lot of golf. He needs a break. He's, got, he's traveling across the country. I hope that some of it catches up to him, and that's why I'm not on Tony. I hope bad things for Tony. <laughs> yeah. I hope, I hope he's in a, um, Wow. <laughs> well, I did that out. Whoa. Um, Whoa. So yeah, Whoa, other, Mom. I hope Mom's not listening. <laughs> no, she's not. Um, <laughs> I, I thought John Rahm, I mean, I, I feel like people are just forgetting about John Rahm. And again, where you said it earlier about the, the equipment change, he's not all quite there. Like, I faded John Rahm even though – He's a very, very good pick this week, I think. Uh, I faded everybody in this group, words. Um, so I don't like Matsuyama at all, which means he'll probably win. Uh, well, so. I don't like him either, but I saw an interesting question when I was trying to figure out who the fuck I was going to pick to beat you. And it was, do you think Rom gets a win or Hideki gets a top 10, which happens first? And so just reading through what people Hideki thought – Exact reading through what people thought. I don't, I think John Rom's a little too off. So he is also one of those to me who could win or could end up at the bottom. And with a no cut field, I'm going consistency with Hovland, 
consistency with Tony and then just bringing my dick out with the man with the golden nose. <laughs> so that's the answer to your question. How big is John's dick? Not as big as my sister's. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, it's so, been a lifelong problem. So that, those are Evan's three picks. Words, you've got, uh, you've got uh, Victor Hovland, Bryson DeChambeau, and Tony. Big Tony. Here I am. Call him Big I, Tony. I've thrown one out, baby. You call me Big Tony. Hey, Tony, how about a meatball? <laughs> Uh, I have, I've only announced one pick words. That's because my other two guys are not in the feature groups, which is not that good of a sign, but that doesn't mean they're not heavy hitters because I'm using a guy that you've used a couple of times this year. I'm going with the X man this week. I'm going with Xander Shoffley, 16 straight top 25 finishes. He's awesome. Only other people that have done that tiger woods and Rory McIlroy. Um, he's obviously, you said it last week when you picked him. He's knocking on the door just as much as Tony is, and it's a matter of time before he kicks that bitch through. Xander off the tee, he is not nearly as long as Rory granted, but it is straight. Like His ball flight is just fucking like shooting an arrow straight every single time. It is uh, That's a good pick. Fuck. So words, DJ and Xander, you think I'm not fucking going big this week? No. Because <laughs> I got one more for you too, bitch. Let's hear it. The fucking Prats. I'm going with Terrell. <laughs> Terrell, <laughs> I'm going with Terrell Hatton. I mean, he's been playing great golf over the last 12 months, and uh, why not come here? Last time we went to a course that nobody had really seen before was Shadow Creek. That's when you picked him. I faded him because he was traveling all the way across the world from uh, wherever he had won the week before. Partied his ass off in Vegas, goes out, and, and it did catch up to him. He still finished third place. So he's uh, awesome. I like Terrell on firm and fast greens, tough golf courses. So. Yeah. I, was I, th- I thought your last would be Cantley, no doubt. I'd like, I had it. Fuck I that knew guy. that was your pick. <laughs> Fuck that because, guy. Because he fucked everybody this week. So I felt like you were hard going on him and going to go back to back. Yeah, he'll probably win. No, I'm not <laughs> on Cantley. <laughs> no, I'm not on Cantley. After that. <laughs> that's a good pick um yeah i definitely thought about terrell he is he's playing like a top two or three player in the world right now and i just wanted to see let's let's get his usa legs under him for a little bit maybe uh maybe pick him in a couple weeks here i don't know oh yeah i like the way sawgrass sets up for him words but hey i will say you know it's like going out on a huge limb uh, I definitely just picked the number one, the number four, number five player in the world. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. What a, that you really kid. jumped out there. Yes, taker. Kids got heart. <laughs> got it. You don't have a pair of balls if you don't do it. Um, so yeah, that's it. Evan is on, uh, Evan, you're on DJ, Tony Finau and Victor Hovland. Words is on Bryson, Victor Hovland and Tony Finau. I am on. The man with the golden nose, Terrell Hatton, and Xander Shoffley. I like all the picks, unfortunately. So it's hard not to like well, these picks here. Yeah. I only really like wanted that so that I could wear my golden nose shirt all weekend and have people think that I'm just a degenerate doing coke in a bathroom. <laughs> which isn't all which isn't all false. <laughs> yeah, which may be some truth and some lie. Especially two truths and a lie. Especially <laughs> if they see you out with me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, uh, if you if you haven't caught reference of that, she is talking about some of the merch that we still have available at opolisclothing.com. Only, there's I, only one hole and none hat left. So I don't know who the lucky listener is going to be that gets it, but there's one left. out. And I thought you were such a fucking idiot when we ordered as many as we did for hole oh, and yeah. none. I was like, yeah, like the we're going to sit on these. Yeah. I was like, damn, we're going to sit on 500 hats. <laughs> Little did you know that was going to financial Miami. That, <laughs> that was the goatiest move of all time. And I fucking left my kids, my animals, everybody. Yeah. I was just like, fuck you. I cannot handle the snow. I'm you really are exactly like Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so fucking crazy? I miss Ted Cruz. By like hours in the Houston airport. Oh damn, that would have. Been I would have reported that shit so fast. <laughs> well, Evan, we appreciate you coming mm-hmm. on. It was a fun time. I hope that your picks aren't too bad because it's nice seeing your Cinderella run. But words and I can't let you beat us again this year. Here's my thing. My only goal every week is to either cuck you with your own guy, or just stay enough ahead of you that you can't catch up with me. 
I am 1.75 ahead of you, and I intend to stay at least that far for the rest of the season, so you have to talk about me weekly. Not if Xander wins. Not if Xander wins. (laughs) That was was like a WWE promo. That was incredible. Okay, hey, Steve Austin, thanks for coming on. We'll see you later. Thanks, David. See ya. All right, see ya. Ooh. Well, thank you, Evan, again for joining us. Uh, You guys, I think, had maybe the same vocabulary teacher growing up. (laughs) I remember when I was in first grade and she was in third grade, we had a friend who was in fifth grade who obviously me having a friend who was like that much older than me, we had like a song that we made that was like literally all profanity laced, like cuss, like fuck shit, like everything. And I was in first grade. So yeah. Does that remind you of the story of me in kindergarten? Yes. In the yellow area? <laughs> yippee ki motherfucker? Going in the corner, whispering to myself, yippee ki motherfucker. <laughs> You sick. See, that's more disturbed than than us. Bruce Willis is my real dad, Eddie. <laughs> Your dad does kind of look like Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, golly. Um, well, yeah, that was good. We got anything else? I wanted to say thanks again to anyone who's bought any HIN merch. That's very kind. And don't forget, if you do buy something else, use the promo code HIN69. And there is only one hat left, as they said, so that's going to be about $1,000 if you want that. Just joking. Uh, words. Two other huge big tournaments this week. Annika's return. Your, yes! girl, your girl's return Annika. is this week, so we got to keep our eye on that. Mm-hmm. The other one, the seniors are playing in Tucson. It's the Cologuard Classic. So nothing beats a golf tournament named after a product where you literally shit into a box and send it off to see if you have cancer. <laughs> so good luck to all the seniors is phil there i wonder if they all like get a box like whenever they check in it's like okay here's your covid test and here's your shit box <laughs> you get a free cancer test shit in it shit in it they're like hey guess what three guys here have colon cancer this week <laughs> four have covid <laughs> congrats to those that don't <laughs> Ooh, fastballs <laughs> Well, it's hard to top that, but I got to ask, J.E., you got any uh, parting words of wisdom for our listeners out there? No. Talking about shitting in a box was enough. (laughs) Yes, it was. (laughs) Okay. Like J.E. said, enjoy the golf. Good luck with your shit picks, and keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. In your life have you seen anything like that?